Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Welcome to the Just Being Honest Podcast. The JBH Podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. On this episode number 83 of the Just Being Honest podcast, I am faced with something that has forever shaped my everyday fuel for stamina. Any guesses? Hmm? Sleep. I am a huge, huge sleep baby. Actually, a fond memory. (laughs) Seriously, I think I remember this. Like cozying up with what I called pink blankie when I was a child. My pink blankie ready for a nap whenever possible. My mom even told me that (laughs) when I was ready for nap time, I said, Mom, can I, can I go take a nap? You know, maybe it was a third child syndrome. Maybe it was because I was just such that intuitive child um, that I did need to rest. That projector within me, you know, going, 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 going. Taking in so much energy that I just needed eight plus hours of sleep. Now, almost at the age of 32, I'm still that way. I am a huge crab apple if I, and that's being nice, guys, a crab apple. If I, do you even know what a crab apple is? Okay, I'm from Kansas. So anyways, I'm a huge crab apple if I don't get a good night's rest. You don't want to see me the next day at all. But for many, many years, Richard Jacobs struggled with sleep himself just like a lot of people seem to do. We live in these modern times of so much distraction, so much noise, so much light pollution. You name it, it's out there. Doctors told him that he was too stressed or that he was, quote, just anxious. Huh? Yeah. So they were saying, yeah, Richard, you're just anxious about things that are going on in your life and your business. They gave him pills, and they said they'd make him sleep again. Hmm, but they didn't. Wow, what a tank. You know firsthand how sleep deprivation can eat away at your soul and how it can strain every moment of your work and your family life. One day, Richard realized that he had a problem Not a trivial problem, but a serious problem. After all, he had a business to run and a family to support. So, of course, this made things even more stressful, right? Can't sleep. Gotta support my family. Gotta maintain my business. 
You know, he couldn't keep stumbling through life in an angry and frustrated daze, feeling miserable all the time. Who would want that? So over the next six months, this research assignment turned into an obsession. When Richard spoke with some of his friends and family and discovered that they too struggled with sleep, it became a movement. He called it the Good Night's Sleep Project. So, without further ado, I'll let Richard take it from here. Let's get cozy, shall we? Let's learn how your brain needs this cleaning process. And let's learn what it takes to make a change by the choices you are granted with. Sweet dreams. And get ready to dive in because you just turned on the Just Being Honest podcast. Mm, You guys know that I am what I like to call a teaaholic. So one of my favorite brands at the moment, I feel like they have every herb out there in existence. The brand is called Buddha Teas. You also know I like to meditate. You also like to know that I like to make my tea while I'm meditating, or maybe that making tea is a pure meditation within itself. But a little bit about Buddha teas and why I love them so much is that they strive to create teas that do more than satisfy a thirst. Buddha teas uses fresh, high-quality ingredients to explore nature's best qualities and enrich the lives of tea drinkers everywhere. I know I'm enriched every single sip I take. The fresh organic herbs and tea leaves allow their teas to stay pure and natural and in free form from chemicals, preservatives, and added flavoring. The minimal processing and eco-friendly packaging helps to honor and protect the earth with every tea that they make. So guys, on me, you can get 15% off by using code JVH15. So pick up a pack today and enjoy each sip that you take. Hi guys, this is your host, KB, and this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Wow. Hi. How you doing? So welcome to my world. This is your holistic health, lifestyle designer, and intuitive healer. Ah, KB. So today we have a guest on that is screaming to my heart. I was so thrilled to be in touch with him because as of lately, I have, I mean, and I've been, you know, pretty good at sleeping, right? I've had trouble going to sleep at night and, you know, I work out, I'm tired by the end of the night, I'm not drinking too much caffeine, I'm getting a lot done, but why can I not fall asleep? Well, let me tell you, could be because, you know, my side hustle, I dog and house it and I'm switching houses every so weekend, could be, you know, I'm hot maybe one night, could be I'm thinking too much. Do you ever have those nights and you just cannot fall asleep and you're like me where you're like, do not even dare look at the clock. Do not do it. Do not look to see how long you've been laying here when you, (laughs) in all reality, know in the back of your mind, you're like, it's been 30 minutes. Okay, now it's been an hour. Shit, 
It's been an hour and a half. Excuse my language, guys. But today's guest has created something called the Good Night's Sleep Project. Uh, we're going to talk all about sleep and how important it is within our lives. He is the, I want to say mastermind. He's the entrepreneurial mastermind behind um, basically this magical pillow, a custom pillow for you. Have you ever heard of that? What? So without further ado, I'm bringing on to the Just Being Honest podcast, Richard Jacobs. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. How you doing? Hey. So, um, Richard, um, guys, and I just kind of want to preempt this. We are doing a phone call here, so we may have some scratchy scratch, but do not fast forward. We have vital information here. So, Richard, I'm going to just dive into this yep. and um, say, <laughs> tell me, what was your childhood upbringing like? Oh, um... He's like, what? I don't know. <laughs> question. I don't know. It was a, my upbringing was okay. I mean, there was plenty of strife in it, you know, good and bad. Um, I was on my own a lot. So I guess I learned to just do things for myself from a pretty early age, like, you know, 11, 12 years old. But, uh, you know, I, mean, I have one brother that's a bunch of years younger than me, like six years younger than me, and I grew up in New York. So that's like, I guess, a very brief sketch of it. Hmm. So you grew up in New York City or New York, just this New York State? Uh, Long Island. Long so Island. People cool. in New York, you know, they, to them, New York is like New York City and Long Island, and that's it. The rest of the state, you know, mm. is like a different place. Mm. That's how we feel downstate, you know. Nice. So then from then on out, you know, growing up as a little kid and the I want to say the big city-ish, because I'm from Kansas, Richard, so anything's bigger than Kansas. Um, so, because it often intrigues me, you know, you created this good night's sleep project, but, like, how did you get there? How did you get to creating a pillow from just growing up in New York? You know, you obviously had, I know you had a different business before this. Tell me about that. Well, I didn't, uh, really know I was entrepreneurial until I was, I don't know, probably 23. I was working for Motorola, and um, and I wasn't enjoying the work. You know, you go into a cubicle every day and, like, sit there all day. And uh, I remember I was in the bookstore, you know, reading during lunch, and I um, I saw the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I read it, and it kind of, like, blew my mind and opened up the idea of uh, doing entrepreneurial things. That's really what set me on the path to doing all kinds of different businesses and ideas and I've been doing that for you know 20 some odd years now wow so what was your first business um let's see if well one was a vending route I had vending machines where you put a quarter in to get some candy you know like gumballs and things like that they had a bunch of those um for a little while don't ask me how I got into this but a friend was like big into reptiles and breeding animals so I Bread and sold like tarantulas and scorpions for a while. <laughs> Again, it makes no sense to me looking back to this. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, yeah. Were you were you married to your wife of, at that it, time? I worked tons of jobs and I've tried all kinds of stuff. So you know. Yeah. Back then. 
hey, you know what? That's the heart of the entrepreneur. You always feel like, hey, this is it. This is it, right? This is it. This is my next big thing. Um, but eventually, you got to the topic of sleep. And kind of tell us about like your struggles with, as I mentioned before, sometimes we can't fall asleep. But you were going on for a long period of time where you like you you couldn't sleep. You like could not sleep. Uh, doctors were giving you sleeping pills, all that jazz. Tell us about that story. Yeah, you know, just I've never been a skinny guy, and as I get older, I get heavier, so that contributed to me snoring. And you know, for a while, I'm pretty sure I had apnea. You know, so you stop breathing in your sleep when I was laying on my back, and you know, sometimes I eat too close to bed and not sleep well. And, I keep late, late hours. <clears throat> I've been going to bed at like 3 or 4 in the morning and getting up at like 11 or noon for like literally 20 years. Hmm. It horrifies people. Um, but I've had just a whole bunch of uh, those sleep issues. And, you know, after having them for so long, I try to figure out solutions to them because I'm always trying to figure out solutions to everything. Uh, that's, that's really where actually the pillow came from. It's finally figuring out stuff that had such an impetus to do it that I did. So let me ask you something, and you can answer or you can say, KB, let's move on. But I want to kind of tap in, just being honest-wise, um, what did you have on your mind? And I don't know, maybe you didn't have anything on your mind. Maybe you were just stressed, um, but stress is a culprit of fear. Um, and so what were you feel fearful of? What, did, what were you not expressing? expressing what were you not getting off of your chest um perhaps that was going to bed with you at night and it's perhaps not just eating too late um what what do you think that could have been well you know doing entrepreneurial stuff some stuff works some stuff fails so uh, there's always the worry of will this work you know, making money, things like that, you know, you end up with a family to support and you got to make sure things work. So entrepreneurial work is different from, you know, going to a job every day and just, you know, the boss tells you what to do. You got to hunt and kill and figure stuff out yourself. So I would worry, worry about that a lot, you know. Yeah. Sometimes adventures wouldn't go well and they would fail and it causes a lot of stress money-wise and, you know, oh, I'm a failure-wise, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that happens, you know. And so what are some... What are some coping mechanisms you do for that stress instead of thinking so much? Well, one of the coping mechanisms I realized, which took me a long time, is that's part of the reason I go to bed so late. I would feel out, I, I had to sit there and think, like, why am I going to bed so late? Why is it so hard to get up early? So part of it is, like, you know, a night is quiet and you can do your own thing. No one bothers you. Part of it is, like, hiding away. And I realized I was like hiding away from the day by like going to bed so late. You know, when darkness would come, I would literally relax and feel better. I guess it was a break mentally and in other ways. So, yeah, if you want to get into the psychology of it, as they say, just being honest, that's part of it. Yeah, so you were hiding from the realities of basically the vibrational energy that was like literally a tornado within you. And then, um, it's like when the lights go out outside, when you can't see anything, you know, everyone retreats. It's like birds going into their nests. Everyone retreats into their homes. All that vibrational energy kind of like settled. The dust settles. 
And that's when you were like, okay, now I can start to calm down, but it would take you a while because, you know, I don't know where you were living at the time, but, you know, the sun sets at different times of the night, but that's interesting. So what would you do? Would you do breath work? Would you do yoga? Would you do, you know, like all the cliche things? Um, or would you, you know, read a book? Would you play with your kids? What would you do that kind of like fulfilled you to like put you into that relaxed state? Would you turn down the lights, light a candle, take a bubble bath? Share with me some information. Yeah, I know that. I tried a lot of mechanical fixes, you know, big melatonin. Um, you know, I studied that and you can wake up. You know, I would, again, I would go to bed late, wake up late. So three of the hours in which I was supposed to be sleeping were daylight hours. I got blackout curtains. Hmm. You know, I would have magnesium lotion. I use white noise, you know, meaning a fan in the room. I just slowly added in more and more things to make sleep better, which helped. You know, they all did help. Yeah. The mental component, I mean, I found for me it was more the physical component. I mean, I don't know, I guess the mental component. There were times I had to tell myself funny things like, you've fallen asleep for 40 years, why wouldn't you fall asleep tonight? You know? <laughs> if you have a zombie, for instance. Or there's nothing you can do about this now. Forget it. Tomorrow you'll worry about it. You know, that kind of stuff would help me go to sleep sometimes if there was mental stuff going on. But, you know, the mental stuff's not easy. So I focused on a lot of physical fixes and some mental. So some breathing. That would help where I'd listen to audiobooks and kind of drift off that way. So it's a whole host of different things. Yeah, so let me kind of be honest here. <laughs> um we all know that there are so many things on the market. There are so many things that we could, you know, put a Band-Aid on or we could, like, topically cover up. Lotions we can use. It's all there because we need, you know, relief or what have you from what is really going on inside, right? That resistance. What are we holding on to? Um, so that is something just true food for thought I want you to think about, Richard. Like, even if you need a journal or anything, I would, you know, I'm just telling you whatever I would tell my client for, like, is there something within you that you can tell yourself? You don't have to tell anyone else right now, not until you're ready, but grab a journal and say like, am I, am I hiding something that I need to get out there and get it out on paper, you know, or did something happen to me in my past or did something happen to me at work on the freeway that like really stirred up and triggered something that perhaps happened to me on the playground when I was a child. You know, it's all about that stuff that subconsciously is still within us. It's still within our veins and it's still at, like on our energetic levels. Um, and it's not letting us kind of like rest because you are in a constant state of, you know, uh, fight or flight. So that is something to consider. And I'll close the chapter on that and we'll move on. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, right? So um, so moving on, I do kind of want to share with y'all that, um, <laughs> guys, sleep deprivation can eat away your soul. I mean, it can completely 100% eat away your soul. If you are sleep deprived, if you are driving, it's the equivalent of driving drunk. And quality sleep is not only important, but it's vital to our long-term health and well-being and Richard has so plainly put out there 
which I never even thought about, but it's one of the three pillars of health, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. Um, you know, you don't hear pro athletes bragging, oh man, I won that game because I didn't sleep, you know? No, they're like, I won the Super Bowl because I value my sleep and I let my body recover and restore its cells. You know, like I go to bed at 9 p.m. You know, we often at times so much like make fun of ourselves. Like, oh yeah, I'm a grandma. Like I go to bed like, you know, before the sun goes down. But it's like, it should be applauded. It should be applauded. But there are certain ways to help that because, you know, what does sleep do for us? You know, it essentially decreases our risk of chronic conditions like diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure, depression, anxiety, mood disorders, immunity dysfunction, alcoholism, and obesity. And Richard is on the show because he created a pillow, a custom pillow. And I want to know, Richard, like, how can a, well, hold on. I want to ask you, how can a pillow be all determining, the all determining factor for a good night's rest? But I kind of know in the back of my head, I'll tell a story, but first I want you to tell me. Well, it's not the only factor. Let me tell you it is. Sometimes many factors, but it's the big factor. I mean, here's like, here's something all the listeners can do and you can do, you know, at least just hear about it. You may not do it, but. If you tilt your, tilt your head to the side, you know, 10, 15 degrees, and then put a weight on it of, you know, about 9, 10 pounds, which is the weight of your head, and then lay like that or sit like that for eight hours. Ugh. So if you think about it really simply, if you don't have a pillow that keeps your head and your neck and back in line, that's what you're doing. You're laying in this crooked position for eight hours with weight on you, meaning the weight of your head. That's not good for you. Hmm. It leads to all kinds of problems with your airway. When you try to breathe, it kinks it like a garden hose, you know, causing you to snore and maybe even have apnea. Like, you know, it leads to neck pain, back pain, all kinds of problems. Yes. But really, like, the mechanics of sleeping, you sleeping in a good position, a comfortable one, is, like, is super important. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, there are moments that I would wake up you know, my side hustle, as I mentioned before, is dog and house sitting. And I've learned to start bringing my own pillow because not, not one of the, not one bed is made the same that I stay at. One's more firm, one's more, you know, cushy. Um, and they all have different pillows. And I usually like find, I'm like, I usually know where they hide this, the squishy pillow that I like. But there was a moment in my life, maybe like about six months ago where I was like, my body doesn't like these pillows anymore. Like, it was really weird. And and I don't know if it was because my neck became more tense. Um, and so I needed more support with that within my spine. Um, I was riding my road bike more. So obviously I was, like, hunched over a little bit more. So I needed almost like a chiropractic adjustment at night. And the pillows weren't doing it for me. So tell us about your pillow. Tell us about how you created it. And tell us about how you kind of do a custom fit to people. Yeah, I wanted to make it really easy. You know, I've, I've gone through, I don't know, I don't know how many pillows. You know, where, where do you get them? You go to Amazon, and they'll have, like, large and small, you know, firm and soft. Or you'll go to a store, you'll feel the pillows there, you look at them, you know, maybe there's a, a mattress in the store and you lay down on it, but that's pretty rare. But it's a guessing game. 
and you know three different sizes or two different firmnesses is not even close to being good enough for everybody. Some people are, you know, 280 and 68 and they got big shoulders and they're heavy. Some people are 5'1", they weigh 100 pounds and they have very narrow shoulders. The same pillow is not going to work for both of them. So just like you have prescription eyeglasses, this is essentially a prescription pillow. So mm. I want to make it easy. We have an app where if you want a pillow, you have someone take a picture of you and we use machine vision to measure, you know, the height of your head, the width of your shoulders, all kinds of measurements. That's and really what cool. What that does is then we can create a tailored pillow that's custom to your measurements and your body. Yeah, I'm totally going to interrupt your vibrations right now by reminding you that you get your first discovery call with me for absolutely the price of free. Free. JBH free is your code to use when you contact me. You can reach out through Instagram at JustBeAnHonestKB. You can email me at Catherine at JustBeAnHonest.com and set up your first discovery call to accelerate your life, right? Holistic health coaching, lifestyle design, intuitive healing. What's tickling your fancy right now? Want to know more? Well, baby, it's time. So reach out to me. Your first discovery call is for free. That's JBH free. Well, probably the best thing I can do is the best thing I can do is tell you why pillows, you know, give you a problem and why mattresses give you a problem. And again, it's simple mechanics. Like your your hip area is 60 percent of your body weight. Your shoulder area is thirty percent. Your head is a few percent. So when you lay on a mattress, you know, after months and years, the, the middle part of it sinks in most because that's where the most weight is. But after a while, you're like sleeping uphill, if you notice, if anyone listening has an old mattress. That's why. It's just because more weight of you is in the middle and less on the outer end. So it turns into like a piece of toast, you know, with a soft mm -hmm. middle and a crusty yeah. outside. And same thing with a pillow. Like if you put a bowling ball, which is about the weight of your head, on a pillow every night for eight hours, after a while, the pillow's going to squish and not keep in shape. So that's what's happening when you're laying. I mean, you're... You're mushing things like your car, you know, when you sit in your car, you're, you're compressing the seat when you're laying in bed. So it's just nothing wrong with it. It's just, that's what happens. So if you're starting out in a good position, great. Maybe that's why a new mattress feels good. But as it compresses, now things are moving and they're not in the right position. Same thing with the pillow. So this is just one of my ways of, of fixing people's sleeping problems. And it's a, it's, it fixes neck pain, back pain. It helps you fall asleep faster because you're more comfortable. You wake up fewer times in the night, so it's had a lot of benefits because just just because of this mechanical fix. Ooh, I've got to try one of these bad boys. Um, so let me ask you, what about on an airplane? Because I know this is just like mattress purposes, but um, do you have any like ideas for like long distance travel with like airplanes and pillows? Well, I always bring mine when I travel, and so does my wife. We went overseas like a month ago. In Europe, we brought our pillows. They're not, these pillows actually are a little bit smaller than maybe a normal bed pillow. So you can put them in your luggage. And we travel with them, and that, my wife said, oh man, that pillow saved me. Otherwise, the beds are killed us, you know? Yeah. So anytime you travel, maybe not on the airplane, but you're going to be in an Airbnb or a friend's house or, you know, in a hotel, I recommend you bring it because it'll at least 
help that part of you and help you sleep better. Hmm. Good idea. Good idea. Okay. Well, Richard, guys, Richard um, has so kindly given um, all my JBH listeners um, a little coupon to get your own custom pillow out there. So if you contact the Good Night Sleep Project and fill in the code JBH Pillow, you're gonna get a little percentage off your first custom pillow on us. So Richard, one more question for you and then we'll let you skedaddle. What is your honest truth that has led you on a path to success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Hmm. Um, you gotta have motivation to do it. You know, like Mm. unfortunately, a a gun to the head is a good motivation. So, you know, if you have a gun to your head, whatever, whatever, that'll motivate you to be a lot healthier, a lot quicker. Uh, The other thing I would say is that uh, you gotta be honest with yourself, and like you said, the journaling. You know, if you don't, let's say you don't go to the gym, you know you should sit there and write down why. Maybe you just write a note to yourself and you write all these reasons and no one else ever sees it. So what? Like I did, I did this with working out many years ago. I wasn't working out and I, I sat down and wrote down like all the reasons I could think of why I wasn't. And some of them were, you know, you, you would say that's ridiculous. Like, like I wrote down, I, I don't want to sweat and be uncomfortable and then have to like take a shower or feel like, you know, gross and clothes. And some someone could look at that and say like, oh, you're sissy, just do it. You know, it's ridiculous. And, but it was the honest thing that held me back. So I guess in summary, that's what I would say is, you know, have a good reason why to work on your health and then be honest, at least with yourself, because you make more progress that way. Mm. I love it. That's so true. Have motivation and be honest with yourself. All right, Richard. Well, I cannot thank you enough. Um, where can everyone find you on the World Wide Web and out there in the social world? Yeah, best place is just go to the website. It's called goodnightsleepproject.com. It's plural, night instead of night. So it's goodnightsleepproject.com. Uh, there's email there. There's everything you need, you know, all the social gobbledygook. So that's the best place. Fabulous. And again, guys, that code is JBH Pillow for your first custom pillow. Um, a little discount for you. So, Richard, I am so grateful for your time and your energy and your enthusiasm about your entrepreneurship and just like, just your being a good community, like, advocate for us all um, and just kind of opening up my eyes to kind of what I go through each night and also maybe other people are struggling as well. Um, but also letting me kind of play devil's advocate and saying that things happen for a reason also that, um, bring out the journal guys, speak your truth a little bit more and, um, unveil something that's maybe stagnant energy within you. Okay. All right. It's all about that awareness. We're going to be aware and we're all going to heal together. So guys, We are on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Simplecast FM, and iHeartRadio. And you can tune in to us every single week. Subscribing is free to the podcast. And I would be so appreciative if you guys gave us a five-star rating. 
um, send in a review because that is how we keep our podcast going. So until next time, get some sleep, get some rest, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao. My favorite quote from this episode with Richard Jacobs is that quality sleep is not only important, but vital to our long-term health and well-being. Take that in, folks. Absorb it and let it marinate. That is true food for thought. To all of my JBH listeners and supporters, I hope you all got a lot of value out of this episode today. I know I did. And I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me each and every week, listening to episodes over and over and over again. I know I do that frequently, and I learn something new every single time. So... I ask you, send this, take a snapshot of it on, from your phone and blast it out there to your friends and your family, put it on social media, and please tag me at just be an honest KB. That's J-U-S-T-B-E-I-N-H-O-N-E-S-T-K-B. I'm so grateful for you, your time, your energy, and your love. And I always love to see what you write into me. And please make sure to head over to iTunes Apple Podcasts. Take a quick moment or two and give me a five-star rating. One, two, three, four, five. And you know what? That helps me keep this podcast going. Thank you again for joining in with me every single week. I appreciate you so much. Until next time, kiss, kiss, hug, hug. And as always, peace, love, and ciao! Hello, sweet beans. I wanted to remind you that today's podcast was brought to you by the Just Being Honest team. Yeah, KB, me. So KB's lifestyle design, what's it all about? As I mentioned before, it's about creating that substance in your life. What are you really searching for? Wait. It's not about searching, it's about unveiling what is already deep within you. So a little bit health coaching, a little bit life coaching, a little bit regaining that truth within you. So do you want to know where to start, how to begin? It's easy. Call me. I will give you your first discovery call for free. So just contact me, KB, and say JBH free. And you'll get your first discovery call free.